Marcus, don't cut that out. This is the reality of what it's like being a single parent, running a business, trying to record a podcast. Fuck my life. Anyway, welcome to the Building a Mumpire podcast. This is for all my fellow mums out there that are not only holding down the home front, but also building their own fucking empire. Now, unlike other podcasts in this space, Building a Mumpire podcast is all about keeping it real when it comes to what it is actually like being a mum and trying to build something for yourself. In this podcast, I will talk to mums at various stages of both motherhood and business life. We are going to discuss the ups, the downs, the laughs, the tears, and look, let's be honest, sometimes they're just fucked up things that we have to deal with. Building a Mumpire podcast is for the mums out there that need a reminder sometimes that they aren't alone, but are actually a part of one kick-ass community of superhero women. So let's get started. Welcome back to another epic episode of the Building a Mumpire podcast. As always, I am your host, Leah, and today we're going to be delving into another topic that I think is really at the forefront of every mum in business, especially at this time of the year. Now, one, I am talking about school holidays, but two, I'm also going to be talking about how you can create a family-friendly business schedule because let's be honest, school holidays don't always have to be a shit show, okay? Trust me, trust me. I'm talking about how you can balance the demands of your business with the needs of your family and how you can kind of create that as a true art form as opposed to like sloppy paint on a piece of paper. Let's make it look pretty, people. Let's make it look pretty. I'm going to be sharing with you some of my insights, some of my experiences, and a few tips and tricks on how you can cr- how you can craft a schedule that works for you, your business, and your loved ones. Now, remember... This is my advice. This is what works for me. And these are some of the things that I've come across in my journey of trying to figure out what that balance and that understanding of a family schedule looks like for me. It may not work for you. That's totally okay. But if you are stuck and you are struggling, I really hope that you take the chance now to have a listen to this and see if there's anything that you can possibly take from this and try out in your world. So let's get started. I want you to first really understand that in order for you to figure out how to create a family-friendly business schedule, you need to understand the importance of setting your priorities. And you need to really understand how you can define what truly matters to you in both your business and your family life. Because that is in in itself, that is going to be the cornerstone of how you can create a family-friendly business schedule. Because if you aren't building something that's important to you or that's important to your family or that's important to your business, then trying to jam all of that shit into a schedule is just not going to work. <laughs> it's not. I don't want you to feel like you're being pulled in 50 million directions. It's really a possibility for you to be able to sit down and align your schedule with your true values and your priorities. So sit down and ask yourself, what is a priority for you always start with yourself I know that we are so easy as mums to jump in and figure out what it is that our kids need and prioritize them and our family and our house and our pets everybody every other motherfucker except for ourselves but I want you to sit down and ask yourself what is a priority for you what do you need to make sure gets done in the day for yourself then move on to your kids and then move on to your business Um, if you've got a partner husband, wife, whatever, feel free to chuck them in there too if you want to, dogs, animals, whatever. But please make sure that you're starting with yourself. That is going to be a really important step in making sure that you can really hone in (laughs) and capture those true moments of what's going to be important for you. Now, I know that you hear me bang on all the time about time management, and I want you to understand that time-saving hacks, productivity techniques, and all those bits and pieces are great. I love them. 
You know that I do. But I also think that with some of these things, you're also going to be setting yourself for some setting yourself up for some unrealistic expectations to get the most out of your day, especially as we're heading into the school holidays. What you used to be able to achieve in your general work life balance <laughs> during the school term is not something that you are going to be able to achieve during the school holidays. Unless your kid goes to vacation care or unless your kid is going to be going off somewhere else during normal school hours and you don't have to deal with them and you get to do your own thing. Some of you still have that option. I, however, do not. Um, in saying that, my son recently has gotten a job. So school holidays are a little less about me trying to figure out how to keep him occupied and more about making sure that I can restructure my day to ensure that he can get to his work schedule, his job. You know what I mean? So it really is about going, okay, how can I look at my time management differently? What do I actually need to achieve? What do I need to make sure gets done every day, every week? during the school holidays so that I can make sure that that stuff is going to be completed. From a business perspective, we've already had a chat about our priorities and making sure that everything that needs to get done is already in the schedule for yourself, for your kids, for your family, for your dogs, for your house, whatever the fuck that looks like. But now I need you to have a look at what that time management element is going to be because like I said, you cannot fit the same amount of work in the same amount of time during the school holidays. I'd love for you to say that you can, but you just can't. It's a completely different ball game and you just have to admit that. This is something that I've had to come to terms with over the last couple of years in business is that as my son has gotten older and he is no longer able to go into vacation care, I have to now figure out how to entertain him and how to keep him occupied. But I also need to understand that that's going to heavily impact the way that I do work. And I'm not going to take that out on him as much as I try not to love you, <laughs> but I am going to make it very abundantly clear to myself moving forward that I just have to be okay, that my schedule is going to have to change. I'm going to have to be able to get up a little bit earlier in the morning to get some work done, keep my days free, and then stay up possibly a little bit later and get some work done um, during the night. And I just have to be okay with that. It's for 12 weeks a year. Like that's it. And I don't work every day because I don't work Wednesdays. So, woo, bitch, it's good to sleep in a little bit. But what I'm saying is, is that I, after many trials and tribulations of many times of having to try to shove a square peg into a round hole, I have come to the realization that I just can't do that. And I can't keep thinking that I'm going to be able to come up with this miraculous way of being able to do the exact same amount of work in the exact same amount of time during the school holidays. So sit your ass down, look yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself that it's okay that shit is going to hit the fan during the school holidays, but it doesn't have to be a shit show, which is why we're here today. It is an opportunity for you to just kind of say farewell to those days of overwhelm and try to say hello to a little bit more of a differently organized schedule that's going to leave, still leave room for quality family time. Like I said, if your kids are in vacation care or they're being looked after by somebody else during the school holidays, oh my God, hands down to you. I wish I had your life. But there are also going to be some days where you might want to take the kids out of care or care is not available on some days. So just have a look at what needs to be done. It could be a matter of talking to your clients and having that conversation with them and saying, look, school holidays are coming up. I'm going to have to be a little bit more flexible with the times that I work. So please ensure that the work will still get done. However, my contact hours or the hours that I will be sitting at my desk will vary day to day. Your clients generally 99.9% .9 of the time are not going to give a shit because if they really love working with you and they really love the work that you do, they're going to be okay. They're going to be fine as long as 
the work gets done. They don't give a shit. But by you saying that and allowing yourself to kind of put that in their face and be like, this is how my work needs to get done over the school holidays, it's really going to be important for you. And that leads me on to my next thing, which is all about setting boundaries. And this is what I'm talking about, setting those boundaries with clients and also, if possible, setting boundaries with your kids and your family. Pets, a little different. Those fuckers don't understand English. But your children and your partners, however your family setup is, I am fortunate enough. I say fortunate enough that it's just me and my son as a single mom. Um, I say fortunate because I don't have to deal with anybody else's bullshit. But... If you do have somebody else that you have to bounce off or communicate with or, you know, I haven't had a partner in years, so I don't understand what it is that you guys do. Please enlighten me. Feel free to slide on into my DMs and tell me what it is that couples do. But anyway, you need to be able to set boundaries. And it's about understanding, obviously, where your kids are at. <laughs> there's there's a way that you can speak to certain children at certain ages that allows them to kind of generally understand how things are working at home. But what I'm trying to say to you is that if you are unable to put in those boundaries, if you're unable to set those boundaries and give clear intention into what it is that you want to be able to achieve, then be prepared that school holidays are going to be a shit show. I want you to explore the opportunity of being able to set really clear boundaries with your kids, really clear boundaries with your partner, and being able to make really clear boundaries with your clients as well. Sorry, had to take a bit of a break in recording there. Um, (laughs) It is after school while I'm recording this and my son wanted to ask me a question. So, Marcus, don't cut that out. This is the reality of what it's like being a single parent, running a business, trying to record a podcast fuck my life anyway like i said setting boundaries with your kids setting boundaries with your parent your parents your partner setting boundaries with your clients is going to make it a hell of a lot easier for you to be able to not only put a distinction in the line between those two roles but it's actually going to allow you to feel a little bit more liberated when you need to say no so you can actually use your time to focus on the things that are actually going to matter now like i said Having a chat to children at certain ages can be a little bit difficult, but your partner should be well and truly able to have a conversation with you. So they should be able to help you if possible when it comes to allowing you to kind of implement what those boundaries are. Now, one of the other things that I want to have a take a bit of a take on is the importance of self-care. Now, I know I've banged on about this before. Shut the fuck up, Leah. We get it. Do things for yourself. But I'm only going to touch on this ever so slightly. The reason that I want to bring this up is because I want this to loop back to the priorities that we spoke about in the beginning. You know how I said I wanted your priorities to be aligned first? That means taking fucking care of yourself, okay? Taking fucking care of yourself so that you don't actually burn out, so that you don't actually just like hit a brick wall and go, fuck this shit, I'm going back to a nine to five. And I don't care what your self-care routine is, going for a walk, meditating, exercising, going for a run, you'll never catch me doing that. Like, I don't care what that is, but I just need you to be able to recharge your batteries when you need to. So please, please make sure that you're actually taking into consideration what it is that you need to do for yourself so that you can keep yourself moving forward. Okay. Now, whether you're at the start of your business journey, whether you're a little bit further along, whatever that looks like for you, I want to be able to allow you to understand that this is something that you can continuously come back to. Redesigning what your family schedule is isn't a one-stop shop, isn't a, okay, I'm going to talk about it and embrace whatever this is for the next 
two or three months and then that's it and then I'm never going to worry about it again. It's something that you continuously have to come back to because you need to understand that you need to embrace flexibility. (laughs) Your family-friendly business schedule doesn't have to be rigid. You have to allow for flexibility. And by doing that, it's going to allow a most epic game-changing moments in your business as you move through because you're no longer going to be beating yourself up when things don't go to plan. It's a time for you to actually just roll with the punches and adapt to what those ever-changing demands of being a mum and being a business owner have because, as we know, our children get older, they grow up, their demands change, what they need, what they have, what they can do. It all changes. It all evolves. So you need to be able to understand that your family schedule not only grows with your business, but it grows with your kids too. It allows you to understand that you don't have to do it all yourself. You don't have to be the one that has to stick to this same regimented routine. I'm not about putting it on paper and that's it and we're done. I want you to be able to actually feel like your family is a part of this journey with you. So by constantly going back to those priorities, by constantly going back to those boundaries, by constantly communicating with the people in your life that are actually going to be impacting your day-to-day and your business, it's going to allow you to actually feel like you're not in this alone because fuck me, it can get lonely. <laughs> it can get lonely as hell. So, I mean, there are many other things that you can be thinking about, but those are the things that I think are going to be super important for you to understand when it comes to creating that family schedule. Like I said, there is no one size fits all. What I'm saying to you doesn't necessarily have to be your one end, be all. This is the thing that's going to make or break my business or make or break my family. Nothing can be broken. It can always be fixed. But by understanding what your priorities are, by being able to manage your time, by being able to set boundaries, by being able to practice self-care, by being able to embrace the flexibility of what growing a business and growing children and human beings is, you're going to be able to really make sure that you can design a schedule that's aligned with your unique business, with your unique family makeup. And it's just going to be a hell of a lot easier to deal with. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I really hope that you're able to get something out of this. I just feel it's really important as we come up to this amazing phase, because we all know here in Australia, the Christmas January school holidays are a shit show in itself in the length that we have to deal with. And I really hope that you're able to take some of this and kind of sit down and go, right, what could I do differently over the next six to eight weeks? How can I look at my school holidays differently? How could I look at my business differently? By allowing yourself to understand it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a cookie cutter approach, but just sit down, have a look at those priorities, have a, have a look and have a think about what it is that you want to be able to do and achieve over the school holidays that are going to fill you the fuck up. And if that means taking two hours off in the morning every day so that you can hang out with the kids or block in times for fun and joy and movies and arts and crafts and all those fun fucking things, then block it out. Like your business is designed that way because it's your business. You don't have to do what anybody else says. You don't have to, you know, oblige to anybody else's rules. It's your fucking business. So take this opportunity to really sit down and figure out what it is that you want and figure out how the school holidays can still nurture that without it feeling like such an overwhelm, but also just embrace the fact that sometimes it's a fucking shit show out there. School holidays can be hard. It doesn't have to be a shit show, but I want you to embrace the fact that if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. When you get to the end of the school holidays, refresh, reframe, figure out what it is that worked and didn't work 
and then how can you make it change to be better next time? I'm constantly doing that every school holidays. I still haven't figured out the perfect combination. And to be honest, I probably never will until the day my son turns 18 and he's no longer my problem. Then I will probably have the perfect combination for the school holidays. (laughs) But until that happens, I'm just going to keep plodding along every school holidays, trying to figure out how I can make this work. And I really hope that you're able to do the same. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that I was able to give you some really good insights and and examples of how you can try to figure this all out um, alongside a touch of humor as always and keeping it real. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And I will be sure to come back next time for another epic episode of the Building a Mumpire podcast. Bye. And that brings us to the end of another epic, amazing Building a Mumpire podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe because I would hate for you to miss out on any of the new upcoming episodes. You can find us on all of the usual podcast listening channels. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to also leave a review because I would love to hear what you think of this fucking epic podcast, if I do say so myself. So thank you once again for joining and listening in to the Building a Mumpire podcast. Have an epic day and I'll talk to you all soon.